Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News, Tuesday, September 26, 2023. Stand up for your country. Manhattan last night. Rainy, foggy, pot smoke all over the place, in the air, okay? Can't take a deep breath. We wind up in the ozone layer, okay? But I was there for a reason, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points Memo. So Tucker Carlson, you know, I'm right, interviewed me for close to an hour last night. And you can watch that interview at 9 p.m. tomorrow Wednesday on X, which used to be Twitter, I think. And it's designed to compete with the Republican debate in Simi Valley, California, north of L.A. So Carlson drops these interviews, so people will have a choice or whatever. But it doesn't matter to me. It's a good interview, and I think you will like it. So the best thing to do is go to BillOReilly.com, because we'll have a banner there, and you just click the little thing with your finger, and bang, the interview will appear after 9 p.m. on Wednesday, and if you want to watch it Thursday or Friday or whatever. So I had never really been interviewed by Tucker Carlson. I know him for a while. He was based in Washington. I was based in New York uh, when we were both at Fox. But, you know, I know who he is, what he does, and all that. And he was kind enough, and I use that word literally, uh, to interview me about Killing the Witches, which is out today. But the interview, of course, dealt with more than the book. Dealt with network and cable news. It dealt with the Biden administration. It dealt with uh, social 
things in America, but he was very interested in the demonic possession part of Killing the Wishes, which is the modern part of the book. The book goes from the Mayflower into uh, Revolutionary War, Constitution, then it goes to modern times. And we talked about the current witch hunt and all of that. So I think you're going to uh, enjoy the conversation. I know you'll enjoy the book. Um, but Carson really zeroed in on modern evil, okay? Because that's his motif. That's what he likes to do. And he has some interesting questions. Um, so we're going to have a promo clip on this, and I think his organization will uh, release one as well tomorrow. You'll be able to see that. And the interesting thing about this is both Tucker Carlson and me, your humble correspondent, are pretty much doing the same thing. Um, we are uh, heading up independent news analysis, devoid of any corporate intrusion. Now, he works for, I guess, Musk, um, but I think Carlson pretty much has his own operation because he's got his own guys and gals. They were there. Um, so it's really interesting because this is what is coming independent, not corporate, because you can't trust the corporations anymore. And we get into that, of course. So just uh, recapping this, uh, I sashayed in to Manhattan. And, you know, I, I really have to be honest, I, I don't like going to the city anymore. I used to love the city, but it's just out of control is a cliche now. Every, every street is construction, things falling apart. I, ha I took the train. In, which I usually don't do because I couldn't trust getting in there in two hours. And I live 22 miles away from Midtown Manhattan. I, it's just staggering. So um, I'm glad I went in. I, I, it's one of the most interesting interviews. The Mike Wallace 60 Minutes interview was really interesting. If you get a chance, you might want to Google that. But this was really a good back and forth. Uh, when you learn a lot, I think so. I think you will. And of course, I want to hear from you, Bill at BillOReilly.com about it. All right, that is the memo. President Biden uh, went to uh, Michigan to walk on the picket line with the United Auto Workers. Um, they're happy to see him, I guess, and that's fine with me. Democratic Party used to be the uh, main attraction for workers. That has fractured now. But, you know, UAW is a liberal union. And uh, then he goes on, Mr. Biden, to Atherton, California, which is on a peninsula outside of San Francisco, for a fundraiser at the home of Andrew McCollum. You know that name? He is a co-founder of Facebook. See, a, a lot of these mega wealthy Internet people are tied in with the Democrats. So Biden pick up some big money out in California. Um, I don't think he'll even go into San Francisco. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, because if he does, then he's going to get jumped by about, you know, as soon as they figure it out, the homeless people like a horde of zombies will come over. I'm not denigrating a horde of homeless people, but it's ridiculous at this point. It, it, it's just absurd. 
Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Um, all right, New Harris polls out. And uh, let's see. It is 37 Democrat, 35 Republican, fair poll. The election for president were held today. Who would you vote for, Trump or Biden? Trump 46, Biden 41. That comes on the heels of the ABC poll. It's got Trump up by 10. This one has him up by five. Do you approve or disapprove of the job Biden is doing? Approve 40, disapprove 56. You think President Biden should run for second term, run 31 not run 69%. Wow, what a number that is. How about Trump? You think he should run again? 44 run, 56 no, much better and stronger number than Biden. And that is an indicator right there from the Harris poll. Again, uh, the ABC News Washington Post poll had Trump way out in front. Um, interesting. So Donald Trump is going to uh, Michigan tomorrow. Same Environment, United Auto Workers, is going to give a uh, speech to them. News Nation is going to carry that speech. About 8.15, uh, Trump is usually around on time. Biden was more than an hour late today. Biden's always late. Trump is a little, sometimes he's late, but usually around there. I will be doing analysis on that for News Nation tomorrow night, Wednesday night. Busy night. So you got Trump in Michigan, the speech, you got the debate, uh, you got uh, O'Reilly Carlson, uh, whoa, but we'll get it done. We'll get it done. So there's a new book out I want to uh, tell you about. Um, it is called Four Presidents, Kennedy, Nixon, Biden, Trump. In addition to my book, this is a good read. Uh, Leaders who change history in our changing times. It's written by our pal Doug Schoen, who's a Democrat political strategist. She joins us now from Miami. 
So uh, what are you doing in Miami? It's too hot down there still, right? What are you hey, doing? Bill, there? I'd rather be in Miami where it's too hot than be in New York where it is a myriad of social disorganization. There's no doubt about it. I wrote a message of the day. Social disorder is what I'm calling it. Yes. It's, da- it's dangerous and getting worse. It's going to sink Biden. Okay. So you're attached to the Harris poll, right? I mean, you, you do work with these people, right? Well, my former partner, Mark Penn, is the owner of the Harris poll. And, but I think more, most important, uh, the Harris poll is accurate, in my judgment, picking up the fact that Trump is now in the lead, probably not 10 points ahead, but it's not a tie anymore. And the trends are moving, as you point out, Bill, decisively to Donald Trump. All right. Now, Biden is sinking. What is the main reason he is sinking? two or three things. The economy, first, inflation. Second, his age and perceived infirmity. And third, the Hunter Biden case, which is dragging on and is seemingly bringing him into uh, the dialogue and the investigation to a greater degree than anyone, I think, anticipated a few months ago. All right, but how does that hold together when he's always been old, We've had inflation for more than two and a half years, and Hunter Biden's story broke, what, a year and a half ago? So all of this stuff is pretty old, but now it looks like the whole Biden presidency is going down a drain. So is it, did people just suddenly wise up? I think it is the persistence of inflation, the fact that it is increasing slightly. It has a cumulative effect. Gas prices are up. I think he is looking more and more infirm each day, uh, and there is more and more control over what Joe Biden is saying and doing. And when you get on the phone 20 times as a sitting vice president with um, your son's clients just to to talk about the weather, uh, you know, Bill, it doesn't add up to a good story. Okay. Now, Trump is really not done much differently. He does the same thing all the time. The election of 20 was a fraud. Uh, and then he's going to be the Avenger. If you reelect me, uh, he's going to make America great again. He's going to get rid of all this Biden stuff. Nothing really. Have you seen anything new from Trump in the last six months? The only thing I've seen is he seems to have calmed his act down a bit. He is less bombastic. And he's developed a narrative that the indictments he's facing are an indictment of his constituency, which, whether it's substantively true or not, is politically, I think, an effective retort. I think it's true. Um, And my piece of evidence is that Joe Biden had documents in his garage, as everybody knows, and was not entitled to take them where Trump was entitled to take documents. And a special prosecutor was appointed. You know his name, Doug? Um, Jack Smith. Robert Herr. Oh, okay. yeah, Robert so Herr. Nobody I, I, knows. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. I asked Carlson that last night. He didn't know. And it's not yeah. your fault. Robert Herr was appointed 10 months right. ago almost to investigate the Biden documents in his garage. And we have not heard a word. We don't even know if he's in the country. I think he's in Sri Lanka someplace. <laughs> he hasn't even interviewed Biden in 10 months. 
so that people, even people who are not MAGA, but are reasonable thinkers, they know the fix is in. I think the corruption under the Biden administration is what is driving Biden down now. The border, the indictments, the whole fix is in. Merrick Garland not doing Joe Biden any good, is he? No, no. Right. He, isn't. he looks corrupt. Think- He's befuddled. Or I don't know. You know, it's like that. That's what I think it is. It's reached critical mass. Now, to your book. So we had Kennedy coming in after Eisenhower when the country was in a little bit of uh, on edge over the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it wasn't a big social upheaval. Then you got Nixon you write about, and Nixon was right in the middle of the Vietnam War, Mm -hmm. which was a catastrophe for the United States. All right. Um, And so when I was reading your book, I mean, I followed that narrative closely. Then you have Trump and Biden. You skip Bill Clinton and the Bushes. Why did you skip them? Well, I wanted to compare life in 1960 when I began in politics as a very young boy, to our contemporary situation. And it struck me that there were parallels, like Richard Nixon had a pretty good claim in 1960 that he'd been uh, facing a stolen election, probably better claims than Donald Trump had. And he, for the good of the country, uh, put it uh, uh, aside, and I think led to his own uh, election in 68. Trump I think would be 20 points ahead today, Bill, if he had said he had serious doubts about the election, but had uh, rallied behind Joe Biden so that American democracy could continue. I also wrote about the technological changes in the 60 odd years and also the difference between Joe Kennedy showing up with envelopes of cash and super PACs showing up with large amounts of dark money in elections and how things both change a lot and seemingly stay the same. So it would be interesting for someone to read your book and then go to Killing the Mob, where I do write about how organized crime did influence the 1960 election. Um, Absolutely. And it's a great read, Bill. I'm one of those who uh, have it on my shelf, and I've read through it a couple of times. Thank you. Thank you. You like Killing the Witches, by the way, because you know a lot of the witches. You were back in Salem at that time, I understand. I I was. That's when I started. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So the final question I have for you here is of Kennedy, Nixon, Biden and Trump. Mm -hmm. Four guys you researched, you thought about, you brought to the audience's attention. Who is the strongest leader of those four, in your opinion? It's a very good question. The way I answer it, and I've asked myself that, is aspirationally John Kennedy inspired people the most, I thought. Didn't get as much done because of the tragedy of the uh, assassination. Nixon, I think, substantively was an extraordinarily good leader bringing the country together on domestic policy and managing the Soviet Union, still had the tragedy of Vietnam. I think Trump galvanized an extraordinary number of people, as we were just discussing, people who remain galvanized. And Joe Biden, I think, offered the promise of unity 
a promise that has been, for the reasons you outlined so articulately, betrayed during his uh, time in office. All right. The book is Four Presidents, Kennedy, Nixon, Biden, Trump, Leaders Who Changed History and Our Changing Times. Doug Schoen. Appreciate it, Doug. Always good to talk to you. Thanks. Bill, for I look forward to reading your book as well. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Uh, Thursday, after the wild Wednesday tomorrow, there will be the first impeachment hearing in the Oversight Committee. All right. 10 a.m., September 28th. That's Thursday. It's going to be three people brought in to testify under oath. First one is Bruce Dubinsky, forensic accountant, and he's going to testify about uh, Hunter Biden and the money and all of that. Second one, Eileen O'Connor, former assistant attorney general in the Department of Tax Justice. And the third one is our pal Jonathan Turley. Now, I made Turley, by the way, uh, by bringing him on the fact, and now he's a regular on Fox News. He wasn't when I I started with him. So he is going to talk about... uh, the constitutional aspect. All those things are interesting. We'll obviously have uh, fairly good coverage of the first impeachment hearing on Thursday. Now, on the media front, you will hear a lot of smearing and sliming of this hearing before. Okay, you're going to hear that. MSNBC, CNN, and, and the other networks too. The networks do a little more subtly, but when I'm, I'm telling you this, so when you see it, you remember. Ted Cruz. So um, I've been telling you for about a year that the only hope Democrats have of uh, continuing in the White House is Michelle Obama. And I have tried as hard as I can try, and I haven't given up, to try to get some inside information for you, both on television and radio, and in my columns on BillOReilly.com, about Mrs. Obama's intentions. I cannot get that information. And I'm not going to speculate or guess because that's ridiculous. It's a waste of your time. I don't know. It is a tightly controlled information flow out of the Obamas. I've never really seen anything like it. Usually can get something. I got nothing. Here's what Senator Ted Cruz said. I think the odds are very significant that next summer at the Democrat National Convention, that the Democrat Party will jettison Joe Biden, will throw him off the ticket, and they will parachute in instead Michelle Obama to be their candidate. I think they're going to look to Michelle Obama as the savior to come in. And that's possible because Mrs. Obama does not want and will not campaign. They don't want to run in New Hampshire and Iowa and do the rally. They don't want any part of that. And if Biden is not deemed to be fit, which is, I think that's going to happen, then they're going to be looking around. The primary system will be, you know, not defined and the convention can pick its own candidate. So that's certainly possible. And, you know, Cruz is picking up what I've said for a year. So according to Daily Mail, not a reliable source, by the way, but it's been picked up. Um, Also appeared in the Bild, B-I-L-D, German newspaper. Mrs. Obama was paid about $750,000, three quarters of a million, to give a one-hour speech in Munich, Germany. Speeches on diversity and all that stuff, the usual stuff that uh, the Democrats talk about. And uh, the forum was 
the annual Bits and Pretzels Forum in Munich. It's Oktoberfest over in Munich. If you've ever been there, and I have, hordes of Europeans go there, and uh, three quarters of a million are here. Uh, Michelle Obama, 5,000 people showed up to hear her talk. Now, that's a good crowd, but 12,000 showed up to hear me and Trump in the history tour. So, just trying a little perspective. Um, Washington Free Beacon, it's a newspaper. Washington Post is the dominant paper in that city. Uh, it reports the Department of Homeland Security, right, knew that this month, September and August, the month before, there's going to be a migrant surge into the United States, and Homeland Security did nothing about it, zero. Didn't put on extra personnel, didn't up their game to process people, didn't do anything. This is the Washington Beacon reporting this. So the stats are that in August, about a quarter of a million migrants were encountered at the southern border. That is a record. August, it's 100 degrees down there. Quarter of a million. Okay? Far beyond anything anybody's ever seen. Homeland Security knew it was going to happen, did nothing. Just so you know, government shutdown. It's supposed to happen on Sunday. Okay? I would say 90, 95% of people don't care. This is why cable news gets low ratings. Because... They spend, CNN in particular, all this time on the government shutdown. Nobody cares about this. All right. Now, they will care if their check doesn't show up or something happens directly to them, but they don't care about the theory. This happens every time. Then at the last minute, they make a deal. Already in the Senate, a deal has been made. The House, you've got these very far right Congress people, Matt Goetz and a bunch of others. You know who they are. And they don't want any deal. They want to blow it all up. Um, okay. So I'm looking at it and I'm going, the only way, and I mean the only way, to stop the madness, the spending madness, is to pass a balanced budget amendment. Okay, you don't shut the whole government down with something you can do if you win the 24 election. If Republicans take over the House and the Senate and the presidency, they can pass a balanced budget amendment. They did not under Donald Trump. And do it. That's it. Now, you can play games every three months, which is what's happening now. But And I'm sympathetic to that because I know the irresponsibility of the massive spending on the part of the Democrats in the Biden administration. It's going to really cripple us down the road. Hey, you got a call in here. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, I usually turn the phone off. You guys on the radio, did you hear that? I got somebody call me. I usually turn it off, but I forgot. I forgot a lot of stuff this morning. I'm overwhelmed by all of the book. and All right, all right that's an excuse. I'm sorry to interrupt. Anyway, government shut down. I'm predicting they make a deal. Okay? And, you know, these far-right people, in theory, they're correct, but not in reality. In my opinion, my humble opinion. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. 
The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Democrat propaganda machine. I get an enormous amount of mail. It's Bill at BillOReilly.com, by the way. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. I've been saying that, what, 26 years now? I still get letters with no name in town. Who's behind the Democratic propaganda? Who is it? All right, I'm going to give you three agencies now. You got a pen and paper, you can write them down. You can't do anything about them. What they're doing is not illegal. But you asked, and my crack staff, we got three, there are more, but I'm going to give you three today. Okay? You don't have a pen and paper if you listen in a car or whatever. If you are a premium member to BillOReilly.com, you can get a transcript free anytime. First one is KL Gates. This is William Gates. He's the father of Bill Gates, the Microsoft guy. Big liberal. His firm, 1601 K Street, in case you want to send him some donuts or something. Okay? And they give massive amounts of money to the Democrats and kick out almost daily talking points. Two. Aiken, Gump, Strauss, Hauer, and Feld, LLP, 2001 K Street, right down from Gates, okay? And uh, they get, again, massive amount of money they throw into the Democratic machine. Um, And they publish blog posts, news, kicking it out, kicking it out, which is why you hear the same phrases on the liberal TV networks. And finally, the Foreign Policy for America Action Network. Wow. 1301 K Street. (laughs) You can hit all of them uh, with Starbucks in in 10 minutes. Okay? According to OpenSecrets.org, which is a really good website, OpenSecrets, one word, .org, they have contributed heavily, 2.5 to Biden's campaign already. Already. Jeez. Uh, Okay, so what those uh, agencies do is they get money from Democrats and liberals and progressives. They send the money to the political action committees, okay, and they use the money to fund various Democrats running for office and to hire propagandists to frame all the issues and then blast them out to the commentators who are in their pocket. And there are legions of them. You know who they are. I'll have to go over the names. Smart life. Okay. So interest on your money is at the highest level in 15 years. Now, if you don't have any savings, you should just turn away right now. But if you have any money in the bank, the highest level in 15 years. We have found three banks through Nerd Wallet that pay the highest on CDs. You have to check this out yourself, but I'm going to give you the banks, which is why you should have the pen and paper. Okay. 
First one is Citizens Bank Access Savings, 4.5% on your money. Citizens Bank Access Savings. Second one, SOFI, S-O-F-I, Checking and Savings, 4.5%. Third, Barclays, that's a big British bank, Barclays Online Savings Account. Barclays Online Savings Account, 4.35%. All are FDIC up to 250000 bucks. And, um, you know, what you got to do is go in there and negotiate with them how much you want to put. And you get a decent return. Okay. All right. Abraham Lincoln. He is red hot. Everybody wants something about Abraham Lincoln. So we do business with a group called R&R Auction House in Boston. Very honest people. And a lot of this Internet stuff, not honest. But R&R Auction House in Boston, they have auctions every month on historical stuff. And I do business with them. And they're great. Love them. So they sold over the weekend two tickets to the Ford Theater the night Lincoln was assassinated. There are the tickets. Guess how much those tickets went for? Guess how much? $260,000. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. So if in the attic, if you find something with Abraham Lincoln, you know, his signature or something pertaining to him, big money. This day in history, seven years ago, September 26, 2016, I remember it like it was yesterday. Hofstra College, Hempstead, New York, Hofstra University. The debate between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, the first one. I was in a trailer, okay? I, I, I could have been in the room, but I, I wanted to pay attention to what was happening. So I was right outside the room in a trailer with all of my staff watching this. And there, it was very entertaining. Soundbite one. I have a feeling that by the end of this evening, I'm going to be blamed for everything that's ever happened. Why not? Why not? Yeah, why not? Jo you know, just, just, just join, uh, join the debate by uh, saying more crazy things. Boy, they liked each other, didn't they? <laughs> oh, boy. I have seen individuals who despise each other that I don't think I've ever seen. Two in that category. Second soundbite. Go. Look at her website. You know what? It's no different than this. She's telling us how to fight ISIS. Just go to her website. She tells you how to fight ISIS on her website. I don't think General Douglas MacArthur would like that right, too the much. Next, the, next, the next segment, we're continuing well, the subject. Well, at least of I have a plan to fight ISIS. No, no. You're telling the enemy everything you want to do. No, we're not. See, you're no, telling the not. enemy everything we you are, want to do. No wonder you've been fighting. No wonder you've been fighting ISIS your Folks. entire adult life. Folks, well, that, that's me, a that's let, go to the please the fact checkers. All right. Well, in hindsight, Trump did a really good job fighting ISIS, and that's of course in killing the killers. Um, but anyway, that was a lively debate. That was that was instructive, and I was glad to witness that. All right. So I got mail, and I got a final thought. And let me see if the final thought kicks into what we're going to do tomorrow. I, if I get through tomorrow, not being in a jar, 
Um, it is just unbelievable. Okay, the press tour. This is funny. You're going to like the final thought. We'll be back in a moment. Okay, let's get to the mail. Bruce Ludwig, Core West Virginia. Bill, why doesn't the Republican House start an impeachment inquiry for the president based on his failure to enforce immigration law at the border? Most Americans don't want impeachment. That's number one. Okay, all the polls show that. They don't want it being used as a political tool, which it was against Donald Trump. Now, some Trump supporters say, oh, they did it to my guy, so we should do it to Biden. That's a political mistake. So you could bring dereliction of duty charges, failure to uphold your oath of office, to uphold the laws of the United States. You could do that as impeachment. You would get him impeached in the House. Republicans would do that. But the Senate, never, no chance. But that would anger that action would anger a lot of independent voters. And the Republicans don't want to do that. They need the independent vote. So the next question would be, well, what's the difference with the Biden money stuff and the border stuff? Big difference. Much more personal in the Hunter Joe Biden 20 to $30 million coming in front. Much easier to understand. And that, if there's a few pieces missing, those pieces come to light, Biden's through. He's done in the court of public opinion, probably in the Senate. It's a much more intense impeachment than the border. Now, something interesting happened. I didn't mention it yesterday, but now I'm comfortable in mentioning it. The Menendez bribery uh, charge brought by the U.S. attorney in Manhattan against Senator Menendez was done, in my opinion, and but I've got pretty good information on this, by Merrick Garland, the attorney general, to deflect attention away from corruption charges at the Justice Department. So they go, okay, we got to show the American people that we're not corrupt and we can go after Democrats. So who's the easiest guy to take down? Menendez, because they knew he was corrupt eight years ago. They know, everybody knows it. He wasn't acquitted of corruption, found not guilty. It was a mistrial the first time around. So they go into Menendez's house. They find almost a half million dollars in cash and gold bars. It's a little suspicious, right? So anyway. That's why Menendez went down. They were probably sitting on that for a while. And that's why that went down yesterday. But anyway, you got to be careful about public opinion with this impeachment business. Roberto, concierge member. Now, it's never been a better time to be a concierge or premium member to BillOReilly.com than now. Never been a better time. You're going to get the best election coverage and you sign up and get a free copy of Killing the Witches. It's free. Come on. What more can I do? And the discounts you get will make your holiday gift giving a lot less. Best time. Roberto says, regardless of who's running the government, we need uh, something that solves problems at the source. We need to work with countries where the migrants are coming from since uh, they will not become migrants in the first place if we can sort that out. But Roberto, you're not going to be able to sort it out. Most of those countries that migrants come from are corrupt. 
They're run by dictators like Noriega and Nicaragua. All right, like uh, what's his name in Venezuela? Like Cast, uh, the Castro brothers, and now they got somebody else in there in Cuba. They ain't gonna do anything. Come on, got to get in the real world here. We got to protect ourselves. Robert, concierge member. So we got Roberto. We got Robert. Big family. Bill loved the approach to solving violent crime. Many innocent people would be spared if it were to come to pass. Makes too much sense to become law. So I wrote a column, Sunday column, BillOReilly.com. Here's how you solve it. You want to solve the crimes with firearms? Here's how you do it. Very simple. They won't. And Robert's right. They're not going to do it. Carol, concierge member, three in a row. Liz Wheeler, correct, Bill. As a retired teacher, remains in contact with present teachers. Uh, Marxism has been inserted into all state curriculums. I'm not convinced about that, Carol. Not convinced about it. Uh, some states are very, very tough in what the curriculum is, and I don't see any Marxism in it. Um, but you got to watch it. Got to be vigilant. Michael Barletta, La Mesa, California. Happy birthday to Holly. She's eight years old. Doesn't look a day over seven. <laughs> it is Holly's birthday. Holly was born in Georgia. She's a Welsh corgi. Her ancestors are from Wales. They're sheep herding dogs. So Holly the Terra dog is eight years old. Holly's a good dog. She's a good dog. Okay, BillOReilly.com store. Fall Madness Bundle. If you buy this, you'll have two, three gifts. I'm going to save you a lot of money, whether you like it or not, for the gift-giving season. Killing the Legends, Killing the Killers, any mug of your choice, $42.95. Don't get better than that. Do not get better than that. Some front row seats for the O'Reilly Sid Rosenberg show, October 27th, Friday, Paramount Theater Huntington. They just put these seats on the floor. So if you want to see us live, and it will be a fun evening, uh, just go to BillOReilly.com, Ticketmaster, or the Paramount in Huntington will set you right up. Do not be pawky, P-A-W-K-Y, when writing to the No Spin News. Back with the final thought in a moment. All right, so the final thought of the day, I all day and into the night, I'm promoting Killing the Witches because they pay me a lot of money to write these books. Macmillan is the publisher, St. Martin's Press. And I owe it to them to sell as many copies as I can sell. Okay, so I go on the media. Now, I am blackballed from the morning network shows, and I get them every time I used to go on, I got huge ratings, but they will not book me. But not only me, they won't book any conservative authors at all. Mark Levin has a book out, very successful. They won't put him on. Hannity puts a book out, they won't put him on. Don't put on anybody. That's blackballing. Okay, that's what that is. Late night is falling apart. They don't even, I don't know what they're doing. You know, I did Leno 16 times, Letterman almost 20 times, at Kimmel, John Stewart. You don't have that venue. So what we do now is we do uh, television local. We're doing a satellite tour for Nexstar, which is the biggest local news corporation in the country. Um, and we're very pleased. They own News Nation, so I have a good relationship with them. I'm doing Mark Levin tonight, about 8.20, something like that. Be on a Levin program. Handy radio tomorrow. Okay, so we, but I have to do this. I got to put in the time. Get out. WABC is our flagship radio station for the No Spin News. They carry us at 9 p.m. every night. So I do sit in the morning, the number one 
talk uh, show on New York radio. I'll be there. I think he's, I think Sid's waking me up at 7.40. I usually get up around 7 anyway because the terror dog has to go out. Uh, but I'm doing him tomorrow and Thursday because the Tucker Carlson thing drops and they want to talk about that. So we're really busy here. And that's why this dopey phone rang because I'm so distracted. And I know I'm making excuses here. And I usually just click this stupid thing and that's why it rang. Because I'm like, all right, what do I have to do now? It's like, oh. But I'm trying to maintain my sense of humor about it. Um, you got to do this stuff. You got a big book, and it is a big book. You got to get people to know about it. Final thing and the final thought. Research shows that the average American has to hear about a product, whether it's a movie, a book, food, a snack, whatever it may be, nine times before it's here. Isn't that interesting? Nine times they have to be told about something before it registers. Oh, I might want to get that. Not everybody, of course, but the average person, because we live in such a distractive time on this planet. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News, rollicking rest of the week. Hope you'll be with us and we'll see you tomorrow.